welcome to Stand Out, Get Noticed, the podcast that helps you speak and present with rockstar confidence. I'm Christina Cantors, your host and founder of The C Method Communication Skills Training. For free resources and to subscribe to the show, visit thecmethod.com. Hi there, Rockstar, and welcome to Stand Out, Get Noticed. Christina with you here for episode 171. Got some really exciting news. We're at over 600,000 downloads. Oh, yeah. In fact, it's, a, it's actually around 630,000 downloads. Now, I've set myself a goal. I've been looking at the monthly downloads of this show, and according to my calculations, I think we will be on track to hit 1 million downloads by the end of the year. It's quite a lofty goal, but I think we can do it. So thank you for listening and thank you for sharing it if you have been doing that as well. That is a really good way to help the show to get more downloads and more subscribers. Another thing you could do that would be amazing would be to leave an iTunes review because if people see amazing iTunes reviews of you, you know, going, this podcast is awesome, then they'll be more likely to subscribe and download. Now, I'm not saying that I'm all about the downloads. I'm really not. I'm, I I'm much more prefer to receive emails from you guys saying how the podcast has helped you. And I thank everyone who has done that. You know, everyone who's tweeted or messaged or, you know, messaged me on LinkedIn or Facebook. Thank you so much for your feedback and your kind words. It means so much to me. Um, it makes a big difference. So that, you know, that is what makes me feel like this is you know, really worth doing what I'm doing. The downloads are secondary. At the same time, it's awesome to see the downloads going up and up and up. So I don't think there's anything wrong to um, to set a goal and to aim for that. Okay, enough gushing for today. Actually, no, I've got a bit more gushing, but that'll be that'll be a bit later. Today we're exploring the question: How do I present a complex topic in only five minutes? Now, this comes up frequently with my clients who need to present regularly regularly at work, especially if they're like these high-level presentations where they have to give, you know, a quick summary to the whole staff or just to the executive. So this, this, this comes up quite a lot. But for one of my clients in particular, it took the form of a TEDx talk. Now, if there's a presentation that is militant about sticking to time, it's TED. Traditionally, TED Talks are limited to 20 minutes, but they often do shorter ones. And in my client's case, she was given five minutes. Okay, this is where I get gushy again. I'm really excited to introduce you to her. Her name is Bronnie McIntosh, and she's a station officer with Fire and Rescue New South Wales. And she's been a firefighter for 16 years. She had been doing a lot of research and work around diversity and inclusivity in the fire and emergency services. She traveled around a lot and she was building up her her um her presence as an expert in this field. And we were already working together and when this TED opportunity came up. Now the amount of content that she had was extraordinary. She had stories of how the fire services helped the community. She had to she had a lot of challenges to talk about. She also had but at the same time she had to provide an uplifting message. She tra- traveled around the world researching best practices and she had pages and pages of pages of content 
but only five minutes to present. So what we did was we worked through the talk, through the content, with, of course, input from the TEDx Sydney curation team. And I tell you what, we went through iteration after iteration, picking what was most appropriate, what connected most strongly to the message with clear examples and stories. She delivered the TEDx talk in June of this year, and she did an amazing job. She was actually in the same section as Magda Subansky, who, if you're in the US, she's a well-known celebrity here in Australia, and Tom Thumb, who is one of the world's most famous beatboxers. So she had, she had like amazing company with her and she did an excellent job. I will link to it in the show notes at thecmethod.com slash five minutes. That's five, either spelt five or the letter, uh, the number five. So here's Bronnie sharing a bit about her experience working on her TED Talk. I got the opportunity to present at TED. I was told I needed to put my idea that was worth spreading into a five to seven minute presentation. So I took all of the big ideas that I had to Christina and she helped me chop them down and be able to tell all of the ideas into a couple of key stories I never fancied myself as much of a storyteller, but then I realized through the belief in my presentation and myself as a speaker that I actually had lots of stories and the messages and the themes that I was wanting to deliver were all in the majority of my stories. I ring in endorsement, of course, for Christina, who took me on this journey to one, believe in myself wholeheartedly as a speaker and also to be able to take a mass of ideas and concepts and themes and streamline them into a short, succinct, deliverable message by way of story that can connect the audience. Love it. Thank you so much to Bronnie McIntosh for sharing that with us. Now, it may sound simple delivering a five minute speech. You know, it's only short, only five minutes. But Condensing a complex topic down is one of the hardest things to do. Like Mark Twain once quipped, I apologise for such a long letter. I didn't have time to write a short one. So in this episode, we'll explore the mindset that you need to adopt in order to make it easier for yourself to bring to condense a presentation down to five minutes, as well as some more, as well as some more step-by-step how-tos. It's not all just about the the how tos, you know. A, a lot of it is around having the going into it with the right mindset to then help you. Now, this doesn't just relate to a speech. It could also be a sixty second introduction or any situation where you have a very short amount of time to present or ask a question. Maybe you're speaking on a panel or being interviewed, and your answers need to be short and sharp. I I facilitate a networking group. It's called Fresh Networking. And at every meeting, we stand up and we share 60 seconds about our business, our wins, and what challenges we we may need help with. And at the last meeting, one of the members said to me, you know, I always struggle with the the 60 seconds. It's much easier to give a 10-minute presentation. So it impacts everyone, but there there are ways that you can learn how to do it, and it does get easier. 
Now, I have two resources that will further support you. So after you've listened to this episode, uh, first is my fir- is my free speech and presentation writing template, the link to which will be in the description of this podcast and also in the show notes. That, you'll ta- that will take you step by step through how I plan and prepare every presentation. And I use this with my clients as well. So it's a proven um, method, proven template to use. So definitely go check that out. The second is my Overcome Public Speaking Anxiety course. And this is more of a mindset focused course. So once you've got your speech written out and you're still having those crippling thoughts that may hold you back from being effective and engaging, then definitely check out the course. It addresses the five most common crippling thoughts that we have around public speaking. I will put links to that in the show notes as well. Everything's in the show notes. So you've only got one place to go, thecmethod.com slash five minutes. Okay. All right. Let's get into it. So firstly, why do we need to develop the skill of presenting in five minutes? Why is it even important? Well, nowadays, as you may well be aware, people are busy. People have really short attention spans. So the quicker you can get your message across, the better. Man, I wish that presentation went for longer, said no one ever. So it is really important that we can do this. And also, the quicker you can get your message across, the ease and the easier you can make it for people to understand, the more likely they are to buy into your ideas and to pay attention and to listen and to connect. That's what we want, right? There'll be more reasons um, as I go through these mindsets. So let's get into mindset number one. Uh, So this is is a thought that I challenge you to adopt. And the thought is, the purpose of this presentation is not to prove how much I know. I'll repeat that. The purpose of this presentation is not to prove how much I know. I know. Now, one reason, and I see this in my clients all the time, one reason that people get, um, they feel like they have to share everything about this topic and they have, they can't possibly cut any of it out is because they want to demonstrate that they know stuff. It's as if you're saying, okay, if I share everything, then it means that you can't pick on something that I haven't shared. So you'll go, oh, Christina's so knowledgeable because, you know, she shared everything that she knows. A lot of people fall into this trap, especially people who are very details focused and they love being right. And they really appreciate knowledge and, and having that knowledge and knowing your content. So they feel like they have to share all their content. Otherwise they won't look knowledgeable. However, this is going to, this is not going to stand you in good stead. Okay. So the mindset I want you to get into is that it is not, it is not to prove how much you know. All right. It is simply, I mean, you'll have your own real purpose, but one of them might be, it is simply to give your audience a high level understanding of the topic, an outline, an introduction. You really can't go in depth into anything in five minutes. If someone's asked for a five-minute presentation, chances are they just want the overview or they just want a couple of points just to whet their appetite, just to get their head around it a little bit. They don't need to dive deep into it. Now, this can be tricky 
especially if you're a subject matter expert, because when we're buried in a topic, when we live and breathe and work, well, if it's part of our everyday work, we're so deep in it and it's very hard for us to step back and look at it from a high level. So you might need to get some external feedback on it. It's always helpful to get someone else in who hasn't seen your presentation before or maybe who doesn't know anything about your topic and and share it with them and ask them is it if it's too overwhelming. Okay, mindset number two is, this is a thought I want you to think, I need to make this easy for my audience to remember. I need to make this easy for my audience to remember. Now, this is about making it all about your audience. And I've talked about this before on the show. In fact, it was episode 119, which I will link up in the show notes. It's called Why You Should Stop Making It All About You. Now, this is a key reason why people get really anxious about speaking is they make it all about themselves. So with this mindset number two, I want to turn it back around onto the audience. So think about your poor audience. If you throw a hundred pieces of information at them in your five minutes, if you cram it all in, or if you go for much longer than five minutes, they're not going to know. They're not going to know which information is important to absorb and which is not. And in reality, people will only remember one to three things from your presentation anyway. If you're lucky, they'll remember three. You should be happy with one. So would you rather that they remembered three out of three important points or zero out of 10? You may as well share less and then they'll be more likely to retain those anyway. People can only absorb or absorb so much. Now, it'll also help you to remember what to say as well. Um, if that's another reason why you should share less in your presentation or try not to cram too much in. A lot of people stress that they will forget to say something important. Now, if you have fewer points to talk about, it's easy to remember because you know you've only got three points to, to memorize or three things to remember. Easy. Working with Bronnie on her TED Talk, there was a section where she shared three stories and for her that made it easy to remember because she knew that when she got to that point, she was like, oh, now I need to share the stories up, there's three stories and she could remember each story. And they all tied together um, into the overall into the overall um, message of the speech, which was that singular singular message. So that's mindsets one and two. The third mindset is the audience doesn't know what they miss. The audience doesn't know what they miss. When I started editing this podcast, so like years ago, I, you know, I'd have an interview that would go for about 40 minutes or so, and I really struggled to cut it down to 25 minutes. I would think it's all important. The audience needs to hear all of this. But then I spoke to a journalist friend and he said to me, Christina, you need to be ruthless. Remember, the audience doesn't know what you've cut out. They will be happy with what you're presenting to them. And I realized, yeah, yeah, that's true. So it made it easy for me to cut things out. Now, this is where it helps to write down your number one takeaway and then delete anything that does not relate to that takeaway. 
So this is part of my speech and presentation writing template. So you should definitely go download it to see what I mean. What I do is, I do this with my clients as well, is I get them to write down the number one takeaway of their presentation and then write down everything that they want to share. Every story, every point, every fact, every statistic, every idea. And then to go through it with a fine tooth comb and delete anything that does not relate to that number one takeaway. And you'll be surprised how much content you can actually cut out that way. So when I was editing my podcast, I even if the story or whatever my um, interviewee was talking about, if it didn't relate to the number one takeaway of the podcast, then I would take it out. Even if it was a good story, if it didn't relate to that number one takeaway, then it could go. Yeah. So it's a different way of thinking about it. If you have um, a lot of content where it do- that doesn't relate to that number one takeaway, you might realize that you actually have two speeches with two different messages and you could split them up and deliver them separately. There you go. I just gave you double the speech content. <laughs> so you may be thinking, okay, this is all well and good, Christina. Um, you're saying that the audience doesn't know what they've missed out. But what if they do know the topic and there are other experts in the audience? What do I do then? Well, again, refer back to mindset one. So this presentation is not about proving how much you know. It's about the audience, remember. So you're sharing with the audience what they need to know and what's most important. And if one of the other experts in the audience asks at the end, well, what about this? Have you thought about that? You didn't you talk about this. That's when, well, that's the Q&A time. That's when you can share the rest of your knowledge. So if they ask about something you haven't addressed, you can say, yeah, sure, absolutely happy to talk about that now. And you can actually retain some of the content, especially for question time. So as you're going through, you can say, well, this is important, but I'm going to take that out and reserve that for question time. It doesn't need to be in the presentation, but I have it as backup, as collateral for when someone asks me that question. That was a trick that I utilized when I was in architecture school when presenting my my work and I would deliberately leave out something that was not critical, but a little bit um, but obvious. So something that was obvious so that at the end of the presentation, I could pretty much guess what the critique, um, the tutors, the guest tutors who were critiquing, I'd, I'd be able to guess what they were going to ask because I'd left out the obvious things. And that made Q&A really easy for me because I already knew what they were going to ask. Think about it this way. If you share everything there is to know about your topic, everything, let's say you share 98% of everything, they're going, the audience is, when they ask questions, they're going to pick on that final 2%, the tiny little details, the bits that you may not be 100% on. But if you share, say, 50%, 40%, 30%, and present it in an engaging way that still piques their interest, then they're going to ask questions about the, the other 50%, and then you'll have lots to talk about in question time. So just have a think about that. Okay, so those are the mindsets that I wanted to challenge you with this week. To recap real quick, mindset number one, 
The purpose of your presentation is not to prove how much you know. It is to give your audience a high-level understanding or whatever that final purpose may be for you. Mindset number two, I need to make this easy for my audience to remember. If your goal with the presentation is to connect and have people buy into your ideas and engage and take something away, then why would you make it hard for them? Make it easy. Make it super easy so it's a no-brainer. And mindset number three, the audience doesn't know what they miss. They don't. No one's seen your presentation before. No one knows what it's supposed to be like. I've actually, you know, I've heard, and I'm sure you've heard this too, where um, someone will apologize in their presentation and say, oh, I forgot to mention this earlier. Don't even say that. Or even during Q&A, oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot to mention that. Don't say that you forgot. Just continue on like it was like you meant it. They don't know what they're missing out on. Show notes for this episode will be at thecmethod.com slash five minutes. That's the number five or spell out five if you like. Either will work. Um, I'm linking there. So in those show notes, there, apart from the summary of this episode, there'll be a link to that episode 119, which is why you shouldn't make it all about you. It's actually one of my favorites. Definitely check that out. And I will link to Bronnie's TEDx Sydney talk as well, which you should check out. She did an amazing job and the content is incredible and very inspiring as well. She shares some amazing stories. Also in the show notes will be my free speech and presentation writing template that I have been mentioning throughout this episode. It is free. So if you haven't already, go and download that. Now, if you've gone through this process, if you've gone through the template and you've prepared the content, but you're still feeling a strong level of anxiety around presenting it, then my Overcome Public Speaking Anxiety course will be a good investment for you. It takes you through the five most crippling thoughts that hold us back from being confident speakers. The crippling thoughts include, I must be perfect and I have to know more than my audience. Um, And there's three more. So go check that out. Um, In the show notes, again, um, all the links are there and also check the description of this podcast. And that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Keep on being awesome and I'll talk to you next week. My name's Christina Cantors and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. Thank you for listening to Stand Out, Get Noticed. To learn more and inquire about the C-Method coaching, keynote and corporate training programs, visit thecmethod.com.